Did a demon lizard person eat your cat? It is a succubus sucking the life out of you. <laughs> Lucky you. Oink. Rita, the script. Fine. Does nobody believe when you tell them that you saw a thing that looked like a melted scrotum with teeth eat your doctor's brain and then become her? Then, person watching this video on your social media platform of choice, the algorithm has made you today's lucky winner. The veil between dimensions is thin and hell creatures are slipping into our world. But, like, don't stress. We've totally got it under control. Give us a call, and we'll help rid you of whatever infernal beast is making your life a living hell. Eighteen and older, please. I I will be participating in use of mature themes, drug use, sexual content, and some harsh g***ing language. Rita! What? So if a demon's got you down, give us a call at 555-420-FART. <sighs> That's not that's not our number. Don't call that. It's nothing. Previously on today's lucky winner. The black plume of smoke began to create a dog-shaped apparition. The two red eyes blinked. As they did, the smoke dissipated, revealing an entirely unexpected canine culprit. It's a blood spell, not the warlocky kind, but a binding spell. And the spell keeps me from seeing her as food. As it turns out, the blood spell applies to my family as well. So you can chill with any of the Murphys here without wanting to murder them. Since I've got an immortal girlfriend, we've got forever to do whatever new sexy things you want to try. I mean, not forever. What? What does that mean? You're not going somewhere, are you? What? No, no not right now. Even though the, the holes between the dimensions started opening early... There are some timelines where you you stop <laughs> stop it from happening completely. And in those timelines, <laughs> Rita dies. After they left Teos Tapas, vampire dog in tow, they picked up ice cream on their way home. Rita, realizing that she'd not gotten the snack she'd wanted at the tapas bar, and jealous of the attention Jaxie was getting, threatened to not stop screaming until she got ice cream. Dawn learned that this wasn't an empty threat immediately after she said, we have food at home. After swinging into a store to grab a couple of pints, Dawn and Rita ate their ice cream at Sunny's kitchen table. Sunny sat on the floor in the living room, playing with Jaxie. Uh, what's this face you're making? Why do you look mad? Your temper tantrum worked. You got your ice cream. I just don't understand why this Jaxi guy doesn't have to get yeeted back into a hell dimension like all the other demons. Because we don't have any actual evidence that he came through a rift. He just got an order to start eating people from Kirk, and he did what he was told. Now that he's imprinted on Sunny, he's not going to have someone telling him to do bad shit. Sonny can actually command him not to hurt people. If we just send him out into the world, some demon could take advantage and try to use him. I think he's living with us, and that's the most responsible thing that we could do. 
Okay, but like, what the fuck do you think he's doing right now? Like, what's he planning? <laughs> planning? <laughs> he's playing with Sunny. What? Why are you laughing? Rita, I've known this dog for only a few hours, and it's pretty clear he's only got about two brain cells to rub together. Or maybe, maybe, he just wants you to think he's a ding dong. He spent the first ten minutes here making weird noises at his own reflection in the front of the oven. And, and he keeps staring at me any time I lay a hand on sunshine. Mm-hmm. His eyes are seldom pointing in the same direction. I don't think you'd be able to tell if he were looking at you. What's he doing? He keeps turning into a cloud and teleporting around the room. Why? You can turn into a cloud, and I saw you poof from one side of the couch to the other yesterday. That's just because the remote was on the other end of the table, and I didn't want to stand up. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure Jaxie's motives for poofing around the house are just as sinister. This little dude is just having a good time playing with Sunny, and he has a case of the zoomies. Fine. Fine. Can we stop talking about him for, like, five seconds? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. But you're going to have to stop being jealous of a dog at some point. Whatever. So what are we supposed to do now that this scrungly little guy has been found not guilty of those murders? Do we have any idea of what could be doing it? We don't. With all the rifts opening and the vampire shit that was here in the first place, it could literally be anyone or anything. So what are we going to do? Um, I was thinking about that. We can't handle Carmilla, the energy vampires, closing rifts and getting rid of the demons who sneak over here all on our own. Yeah, that's kind of why this all feels like putting a band-aid on a bullet hole. I, for one, have accepted that we're likely gonna beef it. You're not gonna die. Uh, no shit, I'm fucking immortal. I meant we're gonna beef the whole saving the world thing. Of the three of us, I'm the one that has the least to worry about. The chances of something offing me are slim. Yeah, I hope so. You good? Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was thinking about what Carmilla's job was before she got turned. Murdering men? No, the gathering the witches thing. I know a warlock, alchemists, other artificers, and druids. If I can talk to them and try to find other kinds of witches to help, I could conceivably have a whole network of witches helping to close rifts and slay demons. That's what your grandma tried to do in the 60s, right? Yeah. I don't know if I'll have any luck, but it seems like a lot better of a plan than trying to do all of this shit by ourselves. Well, who are you going to talk to first? Well, I texted Dax when we got home, but they're being kind of, uh, weird? Maybe rude? I can't tell. I have a hard enough time interpreting tone when holistic people talk to me. It feels impossible over text. You want me to read what they sent you and see if I can interpret? Yeah, sure. What the hell? Hmm. Hey, Dax. Blah, blah, blah. Wanna talk? Blah, blah. Some nerd reference I don't understand. Blah, blah. Magic the Gathering. Uh, their response. Yeah, if I have time. Hmm. Mm, like you know what they meant and it's bad? Not sure what they meant. Let me read some more. Hey, are you doing okay? I haven't seen you playing games lately. Voila. Their response. Yeah, I've had better things to do. Yikes. So it's not just me. Nah, dude. They're deaf being kind of nasty. They didn't even respond to your first text about getting witches together to help stop the apocalypse. It's like they pretended you'd never said anything. Cool. Okay. Figuring out what the fuck is going on with Dax will have to wait. I have life or death shit to deal with right now. So what are you going to do since they didn't answer? Uh, 
I think we've got to take a little field trip to the workshop tomorrow. Hell yeah! Moon shoes! In the blink of an eye, Jaxie teleported onto the kitchen table in front of Rita. Shit! Fuck! Get off this table! What is that? What is that noise you're making? I don't think he likes you yelling, baby. He's been on the streets for a while. Loud noises may spook him. He is spooked? He's the one who poofed in front of me! Fuck! Inside voice, baby. He's spooking him again. Stop chasing me! Stop running! He thinks you're playing. Rita, it's fine. He's asleep on the chair. He's not going to attack you if he wakes up and we're having sex. Yeah? How do you know that? You just met this guy. He looks dead. Because he's a vampire dog. You've told me I look dead when I'm asleep. But you like me. He doesn't. You're not going to wake up and try to gnaw my face off. Oh, he's just not used to you yet, baby. After I smacked your ass earlier, he turned into a vapor and tried to asphyxiate me. You don't know that he was trying to asphyxiate you. Turning into a vapor and floating around your head may be just his version of puppy kisses or jumping on you for attention. I swear on your perfect titties. (laughs) He tried to smother me. (laughs) And now you've taken matters into your own hands and you're going to smother yourself with my boobs. (laughs) (laughs) What? (sighs) I said would that I could. It'd be a hell of a way to go. If I weren't an immortal demigod, your boobs or your thighs would have smothered me to death months ago. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably good that vampires don't need to breathe either. (laughs) Oh, speaking of being immortal, I wanted to talk about something with you. Uh, Anxiety. No, babe, it's a good kind of talk. I didn't do a fucky-wucky. No, but you can do a fucky-wucky after we talk. But the dog is here, and he's kind <sighs> His name is Jaxie, and he's not going to attack you. He'll just think his mommies are wrestling. I'm his mommy, too. I mean, yeah, I'm going to keep him. I don't know where else he could go. As long as he's imprinted on me, he's not going to have to do whatever some demon lord commands him to do. He gets to be a good little boy. Wow. I feel so grown up. I have a son who hates me. (laughs) He doesn't hate you. Anyway, I was just saying, I needed to talk to you about... It's fine. It really is. Can I stick my face between Betty and Veronica again while you talk? For my anxiety. (laughs) Absolutely. They're medicinal. Excellent. Please continue. Well, I was thinking about what our plan was for when Dawn's year is up. If we keep it from becoming hell on Earth, what do we do once Dawn is reincarnated? Babe? 
Did you fall asleep? Uh, no, no, I, I, I'm awake. Uh, I hadn't thought about that since I learned I wasn't a reaper. Does that change something? No, no I, I mean, I don't actually, no, probably not. I'm getting a weird vibe. Are you okay? You seem freaked out. No, it's it, it's nothing about you, babe. I um uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just I just Tell me what your idea is. I feel like you're freaking out at the idea of being with me when this is done. No, no, baby. No. I would go through hell all over again just to get 5 more minutes of time with you. You're literally one of my soulmates. Not being with you is what freaks my being. <sighs> okay. So, I was thinking about what our lives would look like after all of this, and I keep thinking about how much I just want to quit my job and run away with you. I wanted to quit my job and run away with you the moment I met you. And I'm sure you won't be a reaper anymore after this, right? I... I don't know what I'll be. Would, um, would you want to be my wife and move to a sleepy town on the Oregon coast with me? Uh, I'm sorry? Did you just propose to me? Yeah, I kind of did. Oh, now you need medicinal poops? Yes. Baby, I would love to be your wife. Really? I really would. I'd do anything to stay with you forever. Well... All we have to do is keep hell from devouring this earthly dimension, and we can be together forever. Yeah, hopefully that's all I have to worry about. What else would you have to worry about? I am... I'm just just saying that's a big thing to worry about, as is. Oh, yeah. It's all contingent on us averting the apocalypse. But if we do, I was thinking about us moving to Murphy Bay, Oregon. Like, Kiva Murphy Murphy? Murphy Bay is a town where a lot of the Murphy family settled. It's small, and most of the people who live there are some relation to the Murphys. Since the druids did that spell on you, Murphys don't smell like food, so that town... Exactly. Most people in that town wouldn't activate my bloodlust. I could go to the store, or a movie, or, I don't know, join a knitting circle or a book club, and I wouldn't be tempted to eat everyone in the room. That, um, that would be incredible for you. For us. I have quite a bit saved up being a vampire and all. I could quit this job, we could move up there. The branch of the family that lives up there have their own druid grove. They asked me if I'd come be the town doctor. Since I'm a vampire, they wouldn't have to hide that they're witches. I could be a doctor who sees living people. I could deliver babies and give people their vaccines and fix cuts and scrapes. I could help people. That's all I ever wanted to do. I would love to see you do that. And more than that, I get to live openly and honestly about who I am, as a vampire and a lesbian. Never in my human life did I think I'd get to openly love a woman, let alone be married to her. Being married to you and being a doctor who sees actual patients, that's beyond my wildest dreams. Does, does that all sound like something you'd want? For us? I don't know what dreams you had about our future. I could never dream up something as wonderful as that sounds. 
Is that a yes? I accidentally proposed without a game plan here. The you being my wife part was something I was going to save for later, but it it just felt like this was the perfect time to ask you. You want to do this with me? I want to do this more than I've ever wanted anything in my 66 million years of life. It's a, it's a fuck yes. Yay! <laughs> this is the happiest I've ever been. I love you. I love you too. What's wrong, baby? Um, I am... I'm... I'm just worried that I I won't be around for you to marry. Oh, like, if we fail and the apocalypse happens? Yeah, I'm, uh... I'm afraid something may happen to me. Oh, babe. Nobody is ever guaranteed tomorrow. It doesn't take an apocalypse for that. Even though you and I aren't mortal, it still applies. One of the beautiful things about humanity is that people have dreams for a future that they aren't guaranteed. They have this dauntless optimism that there's a chance they can achieve their goals. It's stuff like this, being in love, sharing a home with partners. That's the sort of stuff that makes people get out of bed every day. If anything, I'm more confident we're going to avert this apocalypse. You and I have something wonderful to look forward to, should we win. That's a big incentive. You are all the incentive I need to make sure I'm here when the year is up. I promise you, I'm going to do anything and everything to make sure I'm around to marry you. You want a little extra incentive? What do you mean? What are you... (gasps) Where you close at? I think you're a little overdressed. Uh, Yeah, I'm realizing that now. Whoa, babe. Oh my god. What's that on your butt? What? What are you talking about? Whoops, it's my hand. My hand is on your butt. (laughs) Come here, you beautiful dork. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) How long have you been awake? And levitating beside the bed. No, sir. You stop that immediately. It was consensual. She likes it. We're money wrestling. (laughs) After Sunny calmed down an overprotective Jaxie, and she reassured Rita that the dog had gone back to sleep, they enjoyed an arts and crafts quickie before bed. Two hours... Two hours... Well, I guess that constitutes a lesbian quickie. Anyway, two hours later, Rita may have been physically satisfied, but she had been in mental anguish all night. She decided to sleep so she could go to the dreamscape for some answers. Okay, I landed in Twink Peaks. I better get out of here before someone tries well, to- Well, howdy, Agent Cocker. Not now, Handy. I'm a woman on a mission. But I desperately need your help. <sighs> I'm guessing you don't need my help with a murder. I do. I need your help with a murder. Oh? Oh, Jesus Christ. I need you to murder my bussy with the strap again. Handy, I am in a hurry. You know I would murder that ass at the first opportunity, but not tonight. But but if I do not resolve my pawn fuck, I will die. But, uh, Mr. Cock? 
the fuck are you and your blue eyeshadow doing in the Twink Peaks room? How did you get off the Enter Her Prize? It, it must have been the blood fever. I awoke in this strange simulation of Earth in the early 1990s. My body temperature is elevated from my intense and continual sexual arousal. I must find someone to help me alleviate my condition by busting a fat nut, or I shall shirk. Oh, I see what's happening. I must be in such turmoil about my conversation with Sunshine that my brain is having trouble keeping my dreamscape rooms organized. What? Pardon? Oh, uh, long story. Okay, since I'm in a hurry and all my, uh, toys are mixed up in each other's boxes, why don't you two just fuck each other? Huh? Interesting. You, spreading your gluteal muscles and exposing your anus. Yeah? Would you like to resolve my pawn fuck either by mating or ritual combat? Well, gosh, that sounds swell. You can fuck me then, I guess. Pandy, the trigger phrase! What? Did someone say they wanted to get fucked? Yes, we did. Gotta go, gotta get out of here, gotta go. Oh, God. Whoa, Jesus. I see why they call you Big Ed. <sighs> Maybe next time, Edward. You save that Big Beavis for Agent Cocker, and I'll investigate it thoroughly next time I'm in town. <gasps> okay. Oh, that was a close call. Okay, focus. Gotta find Dad. Oh, Lady Rita. It seems my armor is stuck, and my heaving bosom is begging to be set free. Might you come to my aid and help me doff my chest plate, my sexy little squire? <laughs> be right there, I... Oh. No. No. I have to go find Dad. I must attend to a pressing matter, and, uh, verily anon, I shall free thy titties post-haste. Oh, do hurry, my lady. You must check my breasts for injury, for I've just won the knight tournament in your honor. <laughs> Gotta get this dad shit over with so I can put some lady knight titties in my mouth. Rita hurried down the hall, attempting to keep her eyes staring straight ahead. Unlike Dawn, she knew what to expect behind each door, and each one posed a tempting distraction from the task at hand. She sniffed out the smell of coffee to see if she was nearing her dad's section of the pocket dimension. She didn't smell coffee, but she did smell weed. She saw something new as she made her way through the infinite hallway. There was a woman in a Grateful Dead shirt and sweatpants sitting on a beanbag chair in front of a door. Uh, hey, what's up? Would you mind telling me who the fuck you're supposed to be and why you're not in one of my rooms? Whoa, slow your roll, Rotato Chip. You look mad stressed. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I I am mad stressed. I keep getting distracted trying to find my dad. I have a huge problem and I need his help. Now, now who are you? Wow, that sounds major. If it's really that hard, why don't you take a break? Come smoke a bowl with me. I mean, that does sound nice, but I really should go dude, find my dad. Dude, for real, just pull up a beanbag and chill. <gasps> what? How did you do that? How did you poof a beanbag chair into existence? Only I can do that. 
What is happening? Holy shit, are those pizza rolls? Hell yeah, buddy. Pop a squat and eat some with me. Smoke a bowl. This is far more interesting than talking to your dad. You want to play Mario Party for eight hours straight and make out a little? Ugh. But more than anything, hand me that bong. Hell yeah. You want some coffee? We can hang out and you can info dump about your newest hyperfixation. I'm all ears. <coughs> oh, yes, please. So, I've really been getting into musicals lately. I tried to watch Les Miserables, but imagine my disappointment when the show isn't about miserable French lesbians. I definitely rank it higher than Cats, but it loses points for... Hold on, wait. I have to go see my dad. Who the fuck are you? I'm your ADHD. Oh my god, you are dummy hot. Aw, oh, jeez, you're too sweet. I'm the manifestation of your ADHD. I work differently in the dreamscape. You're like, wicked don't want to go have a serious convo with Papa Bear right now, and you're stuck thinking about your talk with Sonny. So, you can't stay focused on trying to find your dad or keep your rooms organized. You only come here to do stuff that interests you, and you bounce from room to room. Anytime you've been doing something in here that you mega don't want to do, you've had Dawn here to keep you on task. She's not here, so I'm here to save you from yucky, boring stuff. Jesus Christ, you can poof stuff in here because you are me. Bingo, baby! <laughs> Listen, I def do want to hang out soon, because well, you're what makes me so sexy and interesting. You fucking know it. But I've got to summon up a crumb of attention to go find my dad right now. <sighs> Okie dokie. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Dummy thick Adderall extended release. Demigods take one pill by mouth or butt in dreamscape when you need to do a thing that's not interesting and no fun at all. Whoa. Thanks, ADHD. No problem, old buddy. <laughs> See you around. Later, dude. Rita plugged a dummy-thick Adderall and began sniffing the air for coffee again. A whiff of dark roast told her she was getting closer. When the doors all began to look like an apartment complex hallway, she knew she was in the right neighborhood. Papa? Where are you? I need your help. I've been lying to Sunny. Well, I don't, I don't know that it's a lie... I haven't actually said anything that was false. But I've neglected to tell her the truth, which still kind of feels like a lie. I don't want to lie to her. I know that Reapers lose their corporeal bodies after Lucky Winter Year is up, and they have to go report back to the DMV, but does that count for me? I'm not a Reaper. But the DMV thinks I'm a Reaper, and I don't have a body when I'm not a chaperone. I need to know. I can't leave Sunny after the year is up. I want to marry... Oh! Number 26. I made it. Rita noticed that Kyle's front door had several takeout menus taped to the front and a phone book to the right of the doorway. It looked like he hadn't been home in a while. She went to open the door, and it was already cracked. Was someone in his apartment? Okay. Whoever is in my dad's apartment, I have this little magic penis blaster, and I'm aching to bust a nut if you know what I mean. Kyle, are you here? Dad? 
Rita looked around the apartment. Jeez, he'd left the place in such a mess. She walked into the kitchen, and she saw a note that read Rita on the counter. Rita, I'm in the mountains with Ricky. Love, Dad. In the mountains? What mountains? What the fuck does that mean? Despondent, Rita crumpled up the note and slid against the side of the kitchen cabinet to sit on the floor. <laughs> Kyle, if you can hear me, please come back. I really need you right now. If I have to live without Sonny after this year is over, it would be worse than going back to hell. I do anything to stay, please. I don't know what to do. I can't keep lying to her. I'm such a piece of shit. Please, Kyle. Why would you leave me like this? I need you. Dad. Dad. <laughs> buddies uh i hope you enjoy the episode uh i just have the usual business um check out the episode details to see everyone's social media handles except jaxie's oh i don't know if can you hear him he's in the room with me he just did a little maybe did he tell me is he telling me he needed social media all right anyway um yeah, check out the show details to see everyone's social media handles, except Jaxie's, unless he's trying to change my mind. Um, you can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the handle at Lucky Winner Show. Uh, and if you want to help us out, sharing about the show on social media is it's so helpful. Like that's the way we've grown to the point where we're at because we don't pay for advertising. And when y'all share about the show and you talk about us and you tell your friends. That helps us so much, so we really appreciate that. Um, also, check out the show details for the link to our Patreon page, where you can become a patron and get some really sweet rewards. Um, we offer, for just a dollar a month, um, you can join our Discord, and you can hang out on our Discord server and chill with the cast. Um, we've been having a lot of fun. Just the other day, uh, Violet and Jaxie and I did a stream of us playing the video game Unpacking. Now, it is a game about unpacking, um, which I swear is more fun and exciting than it sounds. It's a pretty chill game, but uh, it was fun. Everyone got a little view of our home life, because uh, Violet roasted me for never putting the toilet paper on the roll, and I had just a, a visceral reaction to her organizing a desk, which was, uh, I think it was funny. But anyway, uh... You can also get a cool shout-out at certain levels uh, when you become a patron, like our friends Randy Lovings, Rachel Rachelson, and Sewing Seraph. Um, yeah, and then, like, someone asked for a reader ringtone the other day, and I was like, yeah, I got a few minutes, and everyone's getting a Rita ringtone. So, you know, if I get a wild hair and want to do something fun, y'all, the Patreon people are going to get the hookup, so go check out the link. Um, don't forget to subscribe on your podcatcher of choice and leave us a, a cute review. Let other people know what the show's like. Um, 
you know, why you like the show, and it helps people who are browsing through whatever podcatcher they use decide what to listen to next, and you can help us by sharing your experience. If you liked the show, if you didn't, please be chill. Um, yeah, so that's about it for us. Um, we'll be back, uh, on March 15th with your next episode, and we love you and stay safe. And until next time, try not to die.